whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. Sometimes these intermissions come from tangent discussions that the guests and I get into, but sometimes a show we're discussing is so rich that literally everything we talk about is on topic, and I just have to remove things that are a little less on topic than other things. So I've edited all the little bits from Emily Zickler and my conversation about Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, into one semi-coherent conversation, which we join already in progress. But I just love, I mean, going back to the Tower of Bray, just because it's like... Again, it's that weird, creepy thing of, like, I am now rooting for the funny song to be over so that I can see someone get murdered again. Mm-hmm. Like, you you become, as an audience member, I become kind of like, okay, when's this going to be over and when are we going to get to killing people again? Right. <laughs> and, and that's, like, a very sort of alienating place to put the audience mm-hmm. once they take a, you know, step outside and they're like, wow, I really was just rooting for this guy to go ahead and kill somebody. Right. Because damn it. And I wasn't enjoying the comedic performance because I wanted him to die so bad. But it also shows you the other part problem with cutting it to me. It still exists, I think, in most forms. It just Mm -hmm. gets cut down. But Mm -hmm. is how you see how smart Mrs. Lovett is. I mean, in that moment, also being like all these excuses she has to make up. Oh, we just lock him in there there because he's a little little special and he's a little touch. There's so much good irony in this show. I mean, the fact that he's not touched. But Until, he, in, in like 10 minutes, he will be and, because yeah. the Beatles are going to come tumbling down the chute. And After like, he finds a toenail. Right. And it's going to be, Toby's going to snap. Poor fragile. Yeah. We haven't even talked Toby. about Toby yet. Let's talk thing. about Toby Let's talk then. about Toby. Toby. So this is what I loved about the revival, the John Doyle. Oh, okay. Is that was the perspective of turning it on its head and having it be a memory play. Mm-hmm. And have it be Toby in the asylum, basically recalling these events Mm -hmm. and that's why that snake eating its own tail sort of cyclical nature of the story comes back because it's his it's his limbo it's him rocking back and forth in the fetal position remembering these things in a padded room Mm. which i thought was really cool um in terms of the storytelling perspective but stripping away instruments from this score makes me sad all day yeah it doesn't it just doesn't do the same thing it really hurts and as much as i want to see you know somebody playing the tuba and playing right. Mrs. Lovett, I think it guitar. worked better with company. Yeah, it's certainly more logic. I mean, I get, actually, it's very logical with this show, too, because of this sort of, what's really funny about this show to me is that, I mean, the biggest production of it ever staged was the original Broadway production, mm-hmm. and then every other New York production strips it, has down, it down to its at, essence. Which is apparently what Sondheim originally conceived of, was a much smaller mm-hmm. chamber music-y kind of thing, which is what the John Doyle one tries to be is right. more gothic it just, penny dreadfulness yeah. of it. Yeah. But it's too, it's too big for that. Yeah. That much. Stripping. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just think that it, it became a little gimmicky. Yeah. That's a long show. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, long shows, a, gimmicks when you have a state, they hours. do not hold up for three hours, especially not with a show that does have a lot. Like eventually you kind of want the people to put the instruments down and just act. Cause yeah. damn it. Cause I have, a, I didn't see it. I, did I didn't have a, see it either. I had a friend who saw it in mm-hmm. New York who called me afterwards, who didn't know the show at all. He mm. just went because he heard it was great. And he called me and said, I saw the, the Sweeney revival. I said, oh, how was it? He's like, oh, it was tremendous. I have no idea what happened but it, <laughs> in the story, but it was a tremendous thing to watch. And I thought, well, 
that's too bad. Well, that's bad. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> thought, well, that's, that's interesting. I mean, it's good that you had a good day, but like he had me tell him the story and I told him the story and he went, oh, oh so that's okay. What He's like, I kind of got some of that. I got that the bald guy was really mad. Yeah. But it, what he had trouble with was keeping track of the characters. He had trouble keeping track mm-hmm. of the relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that a show that has this many characters and this much... You need the Greek inter- chorus ensemble. Exactly. I mean, and you, you can't need, have that double cast. You need really. it kept very clear of like, this is the judge, this is the Beatle, this is what they did. This mm-hmm. Because it's going to get nuts. So mm-hmm. let's make sure we all know who we are. And it, with company being a comedy, mm-hmm. much shorter, and also very episodic. Yes. You can really get away with... Absolutely. Giving that... Putting that... And, it and also, it's a kind Walsh of a gimmicky a show anyway. You just exactly can't right. deny... I love and also one. having the thematic idea of that, like, Robert doesn't play an instrument until mm-hmm. he does. Until he does, and then it works so and well. And it works so well, yes. It's very clear in the characters, whereas this was a little more. And also, I mean, I've seen pictures of Michael Sarvers playing guitar in Sweeney, and I'm just like, that kind of looks silly. Yeah. Me. He's like, so, you're not the balladeer. No. <laughs> you're I both. Love, and, you're I mean, both. I love Michael Sarvers all day long. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I, I believe that um, there was something lost. Again, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I have heard the recording multiple times. Yes, as I think there was something lost in the vocal quality of Patti Lapone. I'm sorry, I said it. Um, because... I mean, addition to, in addition to consonants, or...? <laughs> um, yes, consonants and... And, the, like, we were talking about her buoyancy and her and Mrs. Lovett's ability to bounce back and forth mm-hmm. um, between thoughts so quickly. And what makes Worst Pies in London so exciting to me is that... It is a very irregular song yeah. sung by a very irregular woman, but somehow it feels familiar by the second time she comes and says, Now denying times is hard, sir, even harder than the worst pies in London. Only land and nothing more is than just revolting, all greasy and gritty. It looks like it's melting and tastes like... Well, pity a woman alone with limited wind and the worst pies in London. Ah, sir, times is hard, times is hard. And I'm telling you, know, the worst pies right. in London. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a chorus. It's it's not. It's, yeah. There is the the structure there is irregular. Oh, to say the very least. I mean, it's like. But it feels and familiar to because you're there's like, not, yeah. gosh, I kind of know this lady. Yeah. But for me, hearing Patty Lapone's, it, it seems like she's like Mrs. Lovett on way too much Xanax. No denying times is hard, sir. Even harder than the worst boys in London. Only Lord and nothing more is than just revolt. It looks like it's molting and tastes like, well, pity a woman alone with limited wind and the worst pies in London. Ah, sir, times is hard, times is hard. Well, it's, She's it's just the like, oh, It's the problem you have with a performer who brings themselves, as all performers do, yeah. to a character. You got to be in the middle. Yeah, and and Patty Lapone, and Bette Midler, and a lot of other people, and are themselves mm-hmm. first, and whomever they're playing second. 
It's just the nature. It's like Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin is Mandy Patinkin. Mm-hmm. And then he's whoever. As. Someone. As Che. Right, exactly. Or whoever. Or, or George. And when you have characters like George and Shay, that works perfectly. When you have Evita, or you know that mm-hmm. works, pe- or Re- uh, Reno Sweeney, that mm-hmm. works perfectly. But there are some characters who, like Angela Lansbury, is Angela Lansbury, but she's Nellie Lovett. Yeah, in this like Nellie Lovett is a character, and she doesn't quite. She's we're not able to escape the very Patty Luponeness of she, and yeah. therefore. I think what you're responding to is that. Just, it just like, feels too that's much Patty like Lapone Patty playing as Lovett. Lovett yeah. As opposed to Mrs. Lovett done by a brilliant actress. It is also the problem, though, I will say, in, in her defense, of like, War Spies in London is kind of like uh, Ladies Who Lunch mm-hmm. in the Sondheim canon, where it's like, oh, I know this one. Like, and you kind of sit up and you're like, I know this song. Like, and, show and me something the, good, the Patty. Audience kind of yeah. lo- the audience loses the show for a second, you know? And it's, so it's a hard one to... You've got to hold it. I mean, you've got to hold true to the yeah. the song, right? You know, you can't just like I got to do something different, right? You, because then, but why? Yeah, you know, why do something different if it's not held up by the text? Exactly, because there's only it's. I mean, it's it's not a patter song, but it kind of is. It's not. A, you know, it like it, it, she's it's, just she's thinking a lot of things very mm-hmm. quickly, and she well, I feel like gears. she's trying to figure it. out what she's gonna do. I really like when you said, yeah, said no please stay okay yeah, right don't when go. You said, you want if these, she recognizes him right away she's got to hold him there yeah and when she does that like uh, a customer uh, yeah like but that's her it's initial you. bit but then there's like okay like you've got to uh, stay like yeah. and there's all that grabbing him and giving him beer and Here. throwing him down no, and holding him awful. up and yeah eat this <laughs> the worst pies in London it's awful but and yeah it's very funny oh sir Times, times is, is hard. hard and then she doesn't rhyme at the end of the song which is the best right. part she's just like times is hard and you're like that has nothing to do with anything else nope. except for the fact that yes nope. they are yes yes they is, is hard they is hard yes but toby yes toby we were talking about toby we were, so little i mean and then i talked about john doyle but with with toby again like he's sort of that like oliver twist character of like he's coming along for the ride and like yeah. the story's happening around him but like oh, i mean Nothing's gonna harm you. Oh God! Not while I'm around. Nothing's gonna harm you. Not while I'm around. Nothing's gonna harm you, no sir. Not while I'm around. Demons are prowling everywhere nowadays. I'll send them howling, I don't care, I got way. Of course you do. That whole scene is is the most, like, honest human moment of, like, the closest thing to a mother-son relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls out the purse of the dead guy. Yeah. Huh. Because she's not that smart. No. <laughs> like... If Cassette didn't smart. recognize Eponine, like he's yeah. gonna recognize that purse. Yeah, I mean it's he's all... not he's not terribly smart either, and he's a, I mean no, but he's not dumb. I mean he's not I may not be smart, but, but I ain't dumb. dumb, and he's not. And he's, he knows what's he's going savvy on yeah. as well. There's a lot of street smarts going on. Uneducated people who know things. Well, and he has um, a good heart. Great heart, which everyone takes advantage abused of. Abused child. Yeah, it depends. Like, how old do you think he is? Because I've seen it done. I think that in realistic terms, Toby's very young, mm-hmm. but that makes me super uncomfortable if there's like a 12-year-old playing Toby or a 15-year-old yeah, exactly. even. So 
I think that Toby, the actor playing Toby, should be young, but should be old enough that yeah. I'm not like, oh, because like, that would make me so sad. That would just be the yeah. saddest thing in the world. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, like, the film version kind of went in that direction, but... Well, the film version younged everybody up, because they cast Johnny Depp and Helena yeah. Bonham Carter, who were too young, so then they had to yeah, cast... Yeah, but they cast them so for Joanna looks like casting she's them. 10, which makes me and super Anthony, uncomfortable. Yeah, Anthony is oh not Oh, my God, they're babies. They're absolute babies. Yeah, that film was not great. <laughs> The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Emily Zickler for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Hi, this is Brad. And this is Katie. And we're the hosts of Decomposition Decomposition Podcast. Podcast. I think considering the material we're working with, that language was neither shocking nor inappropriate. It's upsetting and delightful. Much like (laughs) this song. Uh, No, this is just rhyming nonsense. Yeah. Here to hyperanalyze all your favorite terrible songs. From Billy Joel to Taylor Swift. And Pitbull to Kiss. We break down what makes these songs so, so good. While they're so, so bad. This is a postmodern commentary on human existence. Mm. Billy Shakespeare did write a whole whole bunch bunch of sonnets. 154 to be exact. I am not suggesting that this is a good or artistic song in any way. It's not good, but but it's it's great. great. You can find us at decompositionpodcast.simplecast.fm or subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Check out our new episodes every Monday and remember, they're not guilty pleasures if you don't feel guilty.